I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour 3-Month Emergency Food Kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Welcome back to another show of Three Man Weave's Best Bets here on the Field of 68's YouTube channel. We are, of course, sponsored by our great friends at Bet Rivers. And, of course, if you're betting there, make sure to use their Parlay Boost Four Legs College Basketball Parlay. You get a little 20% boost. Makes it kind of worth it. We don't always advertise parlays here. But, man, if they're going to give you boosts, you got to take advantage of them. Kai, Matt, we had some incredible games yesterday. Maui semis were fantastic. Arizona did pull away late, but man, that Creighton Arkansas game was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. What was your takeaway yesterday? Mr. McEwen, you have my permission to rant if you need to. Yeah, tough night on the gambling front. Sometimes you got to get humbled, Jim. We don't have to dwell on that, but Arizona is awesome. I-, I did watch that game. It's a fun team. Well, first half, I'll be honest. I went to bed, but it's a fun team. It reminds me of Gonzaga of old Matt. Tommy Lloyd makes a lot of sense. And Creighton Arkansas, about as high quality games you can get. Fantastic to watch. Both teams, excellent. Going to be scary down the road. Yeah, Courtney Ramey, Jim, for Arizona. I want to underscore him specifically. I feel like we glossed over his return just in talking about them. I think you just kind of like inserted it last second. We talked about them yesterday. Uh, absolutely matters. That backcourt's pretty thin, and he's been a game changer, thriving in that up and down system where he kind of has like the free flowing. He plays like in pace now, where like in Texas, he was kind of just like more rigid and stuck, and he looks awesome. And that team, I think by association, looks awesome. Um, are the Wildcats as good as last year? No, but man, it's you can see a world in which Maybe. they get right back to that level and you, <laughs> they can be vying for a two one seed come March. Yeah, they're, I mean, when they shoot like this, they're as Kai and they make shots, right? It's no, no chance. first and three point percentage, first and two point percentage. They did drop behind Utah State because Utah State made 19 of 33 threes yesterday. Totally absurd performance by them. But Arizona has been a, a juggernaut. We're going to break that game down in a second. Uh, that Creighton game was a classic, like just back and forth. The sequence of Ryan Nemhard, I didn't know he could dunk, but he hammered one in yeah. the lane. Yeah, it was sweet. <laughs> Followed by Surprise. Trevon Brazil ties it up with a three to immediately silence the crowd. Was just like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Th- these teams are throwing absolute forty pound haymakers just back and forth like that. That was great. Love to see it. Hope we get more of that action today. Get the Atlantis tip off. We got Maui, and that is where we're going to start on the outline, fellas. Maui title game. 
Creighton, Arizona, big part of our takeaways there. We got Arizona as a slight favorite here, minus two and a half, a mm-hmm. total in the clouds of 164. And I will point out Maui overs yesterday, one and three. The only one that won was Creighton. It's a four and, and four overall now. Yeah, four and four. So does that sound like free money to you, Kai? No, it does not. Doesn't, doesn't, doesn't no. seem free to me either. Uh, all right. How do you see this matchup shaping up? Obviously, both these two teams have looked really good so far. Yeah, this game rocks. Uh, I don't think anyone can slow down Arizona. They're firing on all cylinders. Putting up 1.14 points per possession against San Diego State is eye-opening. And Courtney Ramey, Matt, is a big part of it. He looks like he fits right in with this group. He's off to the best start of his career this season. 19 points per game, 8 for 10 from 3 in 2 games. It's going to come down eventually, but man, he looks confident. He looks really good. There might not really be a weakness on Arizona. That's that's kind of my takeaway from that game. I know they're going to cool off eventually. 70% effective field goal percentage can't last forever, but I am just so enamored with this team. And Tommy Lloyd is excellent. He's been excellent for now 1.3 seasons. I think he deserves a lot of credit here. Now, Creighton was awesome as well. They're a top 10 offense now in Kim Palm. I'm sure you saw that, Matthew. Baylor Shireman, I owe him a small apology. Big fan of him at South Dakota State. Didn't think he would translate like he has so far at the big levels. He's a game changer for them. Yeah, right. He's He's got so, like, he's deceptively big, right? He's like 6'6", gets in the lane, can shoot over people, yeah. can get his own shot. Um, I think the key part of this handicap was how healthy was Ryan Kalkbrenner yesterday? And he looked pretty good to me, right? I mean, he had a phenomenal game, sealing off post inside. Um, you know, guarding Arkansas and pick and roll is no easy task. I know Brazil had a couple of pick and pop threes on him, but Arizona's bigs don't present that threat. Like they're more paint plotting type of bigs. They're not going to step away and kill you with, with three balls, um, at least Balo into Balo's one. I think that plays well in Creighton's favor. I actually like some of the matchup angles for Creighton here. Also a very disciplined defensive transition team, but the line's Ooh. just too short. You I'm going to oh, disagree with that one. Jim, we'll disagree. Tell me why I'm wrong. Because they were bad in transition defense yesterday. And I think you have to be like perfect in transition defense to stop Arizona or Gonzaga. And they didn't, I was not impressed by Creighton's transition D yesterday. I thought that was a problem and they were sloppy, turned it over 17 times, turn it over against this Arizona team and you're going to give a playoff. Sorry, I shouldn't have interrupted Matt. I should have held my, held my. No, no, you're right. I thought they were fine. I thought just Arkansas is that talented, that explosive. And they kind of let their foot off the gas when they had the lead. So yeah, fair. It wasn't a consistent 40 minute effort, but I just think Creighton well coached, not going to let Arizona completely eviscerate them in transition, but maybe I'm wrong. We'll see. I, I didn't think San Diego state would either. I mean, that's, that's a team I think is hyper well coached in pack line and they kind of got sure. rolled in, th- in, in transition. So we'll see. I don't know how tired legs play into this. Probably not much. Both these teams are relatively deep uh, and they're young and it's Maui and there's a great crowd. I don't think it'll be uh, really a factor at all. Uh, I like the point about Ramey and, and even Cedric Henderson is like this too. Two yeah. guys that were like trained in really disciplined cutting based systems execution kind of offensively. And now they're like set free into the wild and they're like, oh, I, let's explore the space a little bit. Let me hit a couple pull up threes and transition. This is kind of fun. Uh, so I like those two additions quite a bit. Uh, the two the two points that I think are huge here, Matt, you mentioned transition defense. We talked about it. I, I think that is enormous, and I don't have as much faith in a young Creighton team that's still kind of finding its footing on that end. Um, they're great in the half court when Kalkbrenner is just dominating the rim, but I think they're a little bit dicier in transition, so worried about that. And then how many ball screens does Arizona put Kalkbrenner in yesterday? Uh, yesterday we saw Arkansas do it a ton. Arizona doesn't have the pick-and-pop guy like Brazil. He can't knock down threes, but if they – force him to play in space like if Kirk Reeser comes off a ball screen and you're not at least up to the level of the screen he's going to pull up and hit a three hmm. 
So I think they can pull Kalk away from the basket that way. And when he's not there, they're a little more exposed. Arizona's got the two bigs. They can go after offensive rebounds that way too. I just, I kind of like Arizona at this point a little more, Kai, but um, I, I was kind of hoping Arizona would get that up. And and if I got Creighton at like four, considering I made it two, but it's right about where I have it. Uh, and gut leans towards Arizona for me. My gut is Arizona as well, Jim. Yeah. All right. Okay, let's go to the third place game here. Uh, two teams that I honestly were relatively impressive. San Diego State had that huge punch back uh, in the second half to take the lead over Arizona after getting down big. And then they kind of ran out of gas. Arizona hit the gas pedal. They take on Arkansas. Matt, something that shocked me yesterday. This was supposed to be Arkansas's deeper this year. They've got all these great freshmen coming in, tons of transfers. I know there's no Nick Smith Jr., but their top five guys played 184 of the 200 available yeah. minutes. Does that concern you, or is that just kind of a whatever, don't worry about it? Yeah, it does. It's like the main reason I'm not betting Arkansas right now. I actually have Arkansas favored, and it's the money has come in on San Diego State. They are now the prohibitive favorite, depending on where you look, one and a half, two. I have Arkansas minus two. I was just super impressed with Arkansas's execution late in that game. They struggled early on, but I thought late in the game, just with how good Black is running the show, I think he just makes everyone else look better. So I would trust him in this spot here, but you're right, Jim. The, the depth I give the edge to San Diego State and the back-to-back consolation game type situation where it's sort of a who knows. Um, I, obviously, this game matters. You want to get a big win for resume-building purposes, but I don't always trust that teams come out with a consistent locked-in effort in a consolation setting. So it's a little too much hairy for me to too. It's too hairy of a situation for me to back it, Kai. Staying away. Another fence rider situation for me. Yeah, both teams I've been highly impressed with. Arkansas is scary good. They will be scary good when Nick Smith is back. Rather, Black's a star. Brazil's a pro. Um, but I don't like to go against the Aztecs. I think this team is amazing too. Uh, Arkansas shot really well against Creighton. Kind of proved my my theory incorrect that they weren't going to be able to hit jumpers uh, against Creighton's sort of packed in defense. Can they do it again against San Diego? Uh, I'm not sure. Arkansas's ball pressure probably doesn't bother San Diego State as much, Jim. I, I like their guards quite a bit. It's a game I actually expected, Matt, to your point, to come in money, uh, to, for money to come in on Arkansas. And it didn't. It went San Diego State, which surprised me. Uh, I wanted to kind of get San Diego State as a dog. They're not. So I'm just going to lean back and have a, a, a watch a really good game. Yeah, same, same here, Kai. I was kind of hoping to be on San Diego State. Number's not really going to work out for it. Um, I'm knocking a decent amount for no Nick Smith and it worked out yesterday. Creighton led for almost all that game. I feel good about my number yesterday having Creighton favored. I feel okay about having San Diego state a slight favorite here, but that's where the number is too. So not a ton of value on this one. Um, man, I, I, I want to see that Arkansas team like full form with Nick mm-hmm. Smith jr. Because I, I think they would be ridiculous adding one more dynamic playmaker guy that can score for himself or create for others. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Hopefully we get to that point. All right, let's keep going, guys. We're heading all the way across the country and out of the country, in fact, down to Jamaica, the battle for Atlantis in Nassau, as Matthew calls it. Nassau. 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 Uh, We're starting with Dayton and Wisconsin. Uh, Dayton has taken some money here. I think this opened even pick in some places. Dayton minus one. It's up to Dayton minus two and a half. Super low total, unsurprisingly. Uh, I know you guys were a little bit of split minds on this one. Um, I leaned a little towards Dayton, but missed missed the number I wanted, but would have loved to have that minus one. But Kai, I'm afraid enough of Wisconsin as an underdog and executing really well-coached team to not go wild with Dayton here. Do you agree? 
Yeah, I think Wisconsin's looked better than Dayton, and you can blame injuries for sure. I'm not, I'm still not sure Malachi Smith is healthy all the way. He played against Robert Morris. Dayton won by nine. That's a, not a good result. They lost to UNLV with guys getting hurt. They were tied late against SMU with Holmes and Kamara in the lineup. They just haven't been as good as I thought they'd be early on, Matt. Now, again, a lot of that's Malachi Smith. But if he's banged up again, I think Wisconsin has a real edge here. They haven't been challenged really so far this season. They took care of Stanford pretty easily. But I like what Tyler Wall looks like this year. I think he's a star. Chucky Hepburn's coming into his own. It's going to be a slow game. It's going to be low scoring. We know this. Two really good defenses. Um, I do like the under in this game, especially if Smith is limited. Um, And I do lean towards Wisconsin as a dog here. I think they're a bit underrated. Well, I like Dayton, so we disagree here, Mr. McKeon. I just think... Uh, oh, it's a two and a half now. I did touch two yeah. and a half. Now two, I can't go any higher than two. I took some money line. I took some minus one and a half. I would have taken it to two and a half. It's just like at that point, I'm forcing it because I do respect Wisconsin. I think they've been solid this year. I'm with you, Kai, on sort of uncertainty around Dayton's offense as they reacclimate Mally Smith back into the mix. But I trust Dayton's defense more. And that's kind of why I like them here today. Um, they put together some like really um, like extensive scoring drought streak so far this year and who they play. Now I haven't literally played a murderer's row on offenses, let's be honest, but I think their defense is what gets them um, the win today and what should feel like a four or five point game. So I'm going flyers, um, but can't endorse it at the current price. So, Yeah. And Matt, we, we talked about Malachi Smith's injuries, like Tumani Kamara, Deron Holmes, both left the UNLV game. They're back. They played against Robert Morris, but this team feels like they're almost Yippee. like, yeah, kind of cobbled together at this point or, or rolling in, banged up hopefully they're healthier after a little bit of time off after the robert morris game but uh yeah waiting to see here like i said i I would have wanted that minus one didn't get it trying to be disciplined stick to the number there's a lot of games today so i don't don't need to be on every one of them let's go to the next one obviously we're not getting kansas nc state because it tipped uh so we're going to talk tennessee butler here before we get to a chat mob break Man, Matthew, the market has sniffed out our Bulldogs, unfortunately. This game is 12 on Ken Palm, but it is 6.5 at Bet Rivers. Yeah, give me a break. Clearly, people know uh, <laughs> what they're doing. The Bulldogs are underrated there. Uh, 135.5 total, nothing really remarkable there. What do you make of this one? Yeah, well, we need to stop talking about Bowler in all our shows. That's part of the problem. Uh, Bowler's really we, bad, guys. Bet against them. Yeah, they please. stink. Yeah. I, I'll be honest. I thought with this game, like I took Butler at seven, um, but I took it small. I Tennessee seems like they may have reverted course after that um, kind of snafu against Colorado. I, I've been going back and forth in this. Like, no, nah, no, the problems are still there. Like Ziegler's sort of a Jekyll and Hyde guy. I don't really know what their point guard situation is. Um, but then reading what happened in their dominant, who they just beat. I'm just playing. Who they the just, Gulf Coast. Yeah. A really good team. A really good team. I think we can all agree. Um, Tennessee has that gear, right? Let's not forget what they did to Gonzaga. I know Gonzaga's defense is not super impressive, but they completely eviscerated them. And this line does feel a little short for Kyle Butler's team that's still without Ali Ali. Yep. They're going to have um, uh, Will Moore's uh, traveling. I think the uh, uh, Jalen Thomas is also traveling. I bet they don't play. It's still a shorthanded team. I think Tennessee's depth can wear them down. A lot's playing in Tennessee's favor. So if you're not a Butler mm-hmm. believer like we are, this is probably a good time to bet Tennessee, I think. Yeah, naturally, books open this at 8. Ken Palm out of 12. Okay, sure. Uh, six and a half, I think, is too short. Matt mentioned Ali's still out. He's massively important. Credit to Butler. They, they've looked good without him. But I think this game kind of changes it. I don't trust Chuck Harris in the backcourt against this Vols perimeter. I think he could have a ton of turnovers. Uh, he's way too erratic for my liking. Manny Bates is a total game changer for Butler inside. But Tennessee's sort of in love with the three ball this year. For better or for worse, 
Kai, that was creepy. I literally in my head was thinking, man, they're in love with the three this year. They and are. said it. That was weird. Number one in the country in percentage of points scored from three. That's my that might be not a great trend for the entire year for Tennessee, but if they're not looking to score inside, who cares if Manny Bates is down there, honestly? Um, I think people are maybe a little bit sleeping on Tennessee after that Colorado result. I still think this is a really good team, final four contender. And I think Ziegler's out of the doghouse now. After that Florida Gulf Coast benching, I have to think he's uh, on better terms with Barnes. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm torn here, man. I, I, I want to be on Butler, but the number's too short. I'm kind of with Kai. Like, if you actually, you know, if we knock for the injuries the way I probably should, this is probably too short to me. Like, I, I make this about eight. So I don't have a ton to go on here. I don't know if Plavsic is going to be back for Tennessee. I think he is going to be available. I know he's traveling with the team. So they sound a little healthier than than Butler is right now. Um, and yeah, Tennessee's ceiling is higher. And we saw the ceiling against Gonzaga in the exhibition. Time to see it in the regular season. Uh, Matt, I wish you're seven, your plus seven. Thank you. Luck. I'll need it. Uh, all right, let's go to chat mob. Let's talk. Some of the games people in the mob are asking about Kyrie Mazar, correct? Yes, sir, I am, Jim. We're going to start with a game that's been surprisingly asked about a lot. Oh, it tips in 14 minutes. Eastern Michigan and Winthrop. This spread came down a ton, Jim. It is now plus one, Eastern Michigan. Are you buying the Eagles taking that much money? I'm angry at the Eagles for yeah, being, as being down two yesterday and giving up a three with 15 seconds left, then fouling, losing yep. by seven. How That'd dare be- you, Eastern Michigan? Um Man, I don't know what to do with them. I, they're just really hard to figure out motivation-wise. Noah Farrakhan was terrible yesterday. For, mm. for most of the game, he was putting up a donut. Uh, so I I stayed away. At the current price, I would probably win through against uh, punching back against market at this, yep. at this number. Matt, you get Southern Miss and Purdue-Fort Wayne. This line's also come down. Uh, Fort Wayne's favored by one and a half. Yeah, please tell me what Southern Miss has done wrong this season, other than like a 26-0 run they gave up to Liberty, which they just responded with a 13-0 run of their own to put away Liberty in their building. Now that that result hasn't aged very well after Liberty's disgusting collapse yesterday, but to beat Vandy convincingly, I just like the Southern Miss team a lot. So I think anything up to... I would last lay anything minus two or better. I just think they should be favored in this game by a little bit. So you got plenty of runway for value if you want to hop in now. Jim, Minnesota... Going to UNLV, or is it neutral? Uh, ugly. This is in San Juan yeah. Capistrano, San Juan. California, SoCal, uh, somewhere down like there. Yeah, high school, almost a high school gym, I think. I have not seen a game go over like sixty to sixty-five in in this gym in the last two years, so I think I kind of lean under. Both these teams very slow. UNLV is very much like a pace taker. Matt, we talk about those sometimes. Yep, they will play fast if you get in a track meet with them, but they will also get in a slog like they did against Southern Illinois. I think this is probably an under game and I lean towards the dog Minnesota getting battle back. Hopefully he's a little more in rhythm this time around four points. It's probably a little too many. Matthew UCF has looked great this year. 15 and a half point favorite right now over Evansville. Also a question about the under in that game. 
Yeah, money's coming on the dog. I think Evansville got bet into, uh, and rightfully so. They've been great as a dog this season. They kind of have that good dog DNA. But UCF's a team that I looked at a little closer yesterday, and I was like, huh, this team might be really good. Um, Taylor Hendricks is like a star in the making. I didn't bet it. I think had I not looked closer, I'd probably be on Evansville, but I'm glad I took a second peek under the microscope at this what looks like a really talented UCF team. I'm not sure how I missed this preseason. So I say to Waikai, all that said. Jim Tulane, minus one and a half against Western Kentucky. Is it time to back Stansbury's a dog or is it way too short? I kind of like WKU here with no Jalen Cook, no Jaden Coleman. I, I think the Coleman one is actually is huge because without Cook, we knew that. That's fine. They've got their secondary playmaker in Coleman, shot maker kind of guy. He got hurt last game. He's now out. I think that was part of their major struggles with Rhode Island. I kind of like WKU playing a team that they should deem a worthy opponent. Talent level should play up. So I like the Hilltoppers. Uh, one more early tip here, Matt. Let me go back to the outline. Sam Houston State has been asked about a lot. The chat mob, chat mob loves them because South Dakota couldn't get away from freaking LIU. Have not <laughs> been more frustrated with the team this year than South Dakota playing with their food against LIU. The yeah, scenes bad... here were not pretty, Matthew. No, they weren't pretty. Um, Sam Houston, man, I didn't think they'd be a great favorite, but they completely dominated NIU. Now, NIU is not exactly a... Um, Oh, and he's blowing out LIU, LIU, by the way. Yeah. So that makes a lot of sense. And nothing makes sense. And I'm too. Nothing makes sense. I think just back Sam Houston, this is kind of one of those things where, like, hey, we're trying to trial and error. Like, if something's as simple and easy as as obvious as it looks, it's probably just right. I think Sam Houston's just a good team to back right now. They're really good. But just fade South Dakota. Or just fade South Dakota. Right. So both sides of the coin. Drop them down a well. They only have a ton of talent and all five starters back. Why would they be good? Okay. Back to you, Jim, on the outline. I got the rest holstered. All righty. Sounds good. We are returning to Atlantis then for USC BYU. Big battle of out West teams here, Matt. USC has not been very good so far this year. They got kind of their butts kicked at home by Florida Gulf Coast. Didn't really get away from Vermont, who might be bad, as we saw last night. Really, really terrible second half. But BYU has not been super impressive either. I don't know. Do you think BYU should be laying points here, given what they've done so far this season? I don't. I'm not going to bet Andy Enfield versus Mark Pope. So I didn't take it, but I think, um, but I think plus two USC is a pretty good price. I, I think talent wise, they're the more talented team, and BYU is really, really searching for answers at their point guard spot. Rudy Williams just hasn't been you hate um, the Williams. answer there. I just he hasn't been good. And then like you know, when I talked to Pope in the offseason, he's like, "We really need Rudy Williams to be good." Like he conceded, like we're we're thin at guard, we're young at guard. If Williams doesn't like stick the landing, I think we're gonna have problems. And so far, I mean, look at their games; they've been kind of life and death at any at every point all of their games so far. So I would lean USC. Yeah, the one thing I can say good about BYU is, hey, they were competitive against San Diego State. And I can't say the same for USC so far in their games. They have not looked great. Yeah, Mark Pope versus Andy Enfield. I mean, that's kind of where I stopped at this one, like at analyzing it. It's like no chance I'm backing Enfield against Pope. BYU does have enough size to uh, kind of match up with the perennially huge Trojans. And USC likely doesn't expose BYU's ball handling issues, Matt, to your point. USC doesn't really force a lot of turnovers, so they can't really take advantage of that weakness. So the coaching angle has me leaning BYU, but I don't trust this team enough to lay two. And I agree with Matt. Talent-wise, pure talent, USC wins out here. I kind of lean over here. Both teams have run a bunch on offense, surprisingly. Uh, Unfortunately, USC's interior defense is elite. Uh, Two-point percentage is fantastic, and BYU's is pretty... Pretty high up there in the rankings, 241st per Ken Palm. Uh, but I think we'll get a lot of tempo here. The, the problem is, I guess I probably should have said this earlier, 
is Atlantis is not a good over place. As much as people are in love with Maui overs, like Atlantis unders in that ballroom have been decently solid. Uh, I think it's not a great place to shoot. Um, it's it's just weird being in a ballroom and not a gym. Uh, so I, I would be wary about that. I just think tempo is going to be fast. All right. Speaking of unders, guys, two teams that we discussed on our uh, Action Network podcast, Utah and Mississippi State. Neither team has experienced an over yet this season. Now we're looking at a low total of 125 and a half. Utah's a six-point favorite. Uh, excuse me, Mississippi State, six-point favorite. Awesome ATS team as well. Matt, are you riding the under here, kind of like uh, amplified by the two teams playing each other? Or what do you think? Yeah, that's probably the right lean here. Um, just with the way that Mississippi State's playing, with the way they're defending, and they do have some issues on the offensive side of the ball. You could say the same thing about Utah. Um, as well. I think both teams need to score inside out. They're going to play inside out. There's like zero risk of like the pace running up on you here. Like a, a helter skelter. It will absolutely be a half core game. Um, and if efficiency stays as expected or even a little bit less than what's priced in, given both vaunted defenses, I think under is probably the right take here. From a side perspective, Kai, I think the line's pretty sharp as it is. Minus, uh, what is it? Six. Six. six oh, so it's six now. Don't Utah? No. Okay. I agree. Don't, don't fade chance. All right. Jim's on it. Trust in the Craig stop, Smith. Stop betting Utah. <laughs> just wait. They played good teams, though. They played good teams. Like Sam Houston, maybe just be a good team. Cal State Bakersfield. Yeah, they covered uh, yeah, okay. Bakersfield. Yeah, they have Bakersfield. <laughs> they have the guys right though. They've not been good as a favorite, really. So maybe I'm overrated them. Third dog. Uh, they, okay. Hey, Kai, so, you know what they did that, that what? South Dakota couldn't do? They blew out LIU. So yeah. careful about that. I hate I mean, my Utes. <laughs> I hate South Dakota. This one's going to be gross. Uh, Jim, I think Jim said it, but both teams are 0 5 to the under. Massive margins going under the total. There's a reason for that. I, I wrote this up today. Utah has played really slow teams. That's part of it. But Mississippi State's defense is awesome. Best program defense since the uh, early 2000s under Stansbury. They also play slow and they control the tempo. They are not a pace taker. They are a pace maker. But Jim, Utah's interior defense, stout, man. Number seven in the country in two-point field goal percentage defense. We like that. It's a predictive stat. It's also key against Mississippi State, a team who looks to drive, play inside, pound the glass. I think it's very ugly. I think it does go under despite 125 being pretty low total. Yeah, yeah Kempom has it 127. Yeah, I would imagine under here as well. Um, Utah's offensive APL has been pretty fast, but they played terrible teams. I think that's part of it. They get quick shots early against LIU and Idaho mm-hmm. State. Uh, so I would lean towards the under. I also think that just helps. It, like, I really, you want to lay two possessions with Mississippi State in a game that you think will probably have 115 points. Um, I, I like Utah. I think six is too many. Uh, I know that Jans is an awesome coach, but so is Craig Smith. So I don't feel like I'm uh, really bowing down to Jans, who, who normally would have a big edge, but Craig Smith is good enough to keep up. I think it'll just be kind of an ugly battle in the paint as long as there isn't a huge discrepancy in which guards make shots. I'm okay with my Utes there. I think six is, is plenty of points to back Utah. Jim, I'm going to add with you. Let's go. I don't know why I'm Come abandoning my board. Utes run. It's it's, it's time. Let's board. ride together. I'll add it right now. Go. I yeah. think Mississippi State is one of the Get best ATS in. teams in the country right they're now. undefeated ATS. Yeah. Yep. So just a uh, little note. Yeah. Well, all runs must come to an end. Kyle. I'm looking at you. Go ahead. They barely covered against. I hate Utah. Why do you hate Utah? So I don't much? hate Utah. You're just you just hate that. I like that. I know. I agree. Good yet. I agree. They're not I good agree. yet. That's fair. That's fair. This is a jump the gun team for that. Fair. Yeah. Two and three Utah ATS. Okay, Jim, go ahead. Sorry. I'll have you know I am two and one. State four in Utah, and my only loss was by the hook against Georgia Tech. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe you got a good number, Jim. Maybe All you got right. a good number. Well, let's talk 
St. Mary's Vanderbilt. Speaking of ATS monsters, St. Mary's has been rolling everybody that comes into Moraga. This time, though, neutral site taking on Vandy. I'm just going to spoil it right now. Kai, this is my best bet. The under, one of my two best bets. I think St. Mary's just swallows up a team that has no point guard. Sorry, Ezra Magnon. But I think St. Mary's completely uh, suffocates this Vanderbilt offense. They haven't been playing that fast Vanderbilt, and St. Mary's won't let you run anyways. And then Vandy's defense is actually kind of competent. The more they play Liam Robbins, the better their interior defense is. So I think this one is slow, a slog. Both defenses are better than both offenses. Uh, I would lean towards the – oh, not lean towards. I like the under. I love the under. It's the best bet. What do you think of this one? I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Me, Jim? Yes, Caillou. I agree. The under sounds good. Um, St. Mary's opened a little bit too high for me. I wanted to bet them. I can see them just trouncing Vanderbilt, to be honest. For how good... Other coaches say Stackhouse is on the X's and O's. I can't see his group figuring out St. Mary's offense. I think they're going to slice and dice him, shred them to pieces, and I don't see how Vanderbilt scores, like you said. They aren't a good shooting team. They don't take great shots. They're not going to find anything against St. Mary's. So I lean towards St. Mary's, Matt, even at 8.5, uh, but a little bit too high for me to back officially. Yeah, I'd say definitely too high. I think the under is a great play here. St. Mary's has, has scored predominantly uh, from behind the arc. They're shooting, I think they're yeah, 43% from three, 10th in the country. They haven't been as efficient inside the arc. This is their first game away from the friendly confines of Moraga. So I think there, there might go. be a little bit of a shooting regression. Um, and against Vandy's interior defense, as Jim mentioned, anchored by Robbins now, kind of taking hold as the centerpiece there. I, I think they struggle to score as well. Makes you tougher to to cover the seven or eight or eight and a half. Now it's up to uh, unders the right play here. I don't think there's a side take. All right. Way to confirm my best bet, Matthew. I appreciate it. Uh, before we get my other best bet and your guys, best bets, Kyle, let's talk chat mob again. Lots of questions rolling in. Uh, one more though. Against State Charleston. Oh man. I didn't scroll down far enough. Matt, <laughs> throw some, throw some shade at me. I no, Hey, I don't do that. We're one team. Him, here, Jimmy. Destroy no. him, man. Nope. Skewer I'm me. Above that. Skewer I'm me. so far above you guys. It's, un, it's, it's, yep. it's, I thought, I thought I was at the bottom of my word doc and I just was not. <laughs> not uh, so get Kent State Charleston is up next. Uh, peek behind the scenes. I initially included Kansas NC state on the outline and we had to add Kent State Charleston. So that's part of it mm-hmm. too. Uh, big mid-major matchup here though. Uh, Charleston not taking as much money in the market today as we are used to with them. Usually they they get that at least three points. But Matt, I think they respect Kent State as well. Uh, that that team has been bet. Also, they got bet up big against Chicago State, blew them out. So maybe a stalemate here between two teams the market has liked so far. Honestly, I agree. Two teams I have liked so far. What do you see? Any edge in this one? Love two teams. Uh, this is feed up popcorn game for me. So numbers about right. I think Charleston... Uh, I probably would have it a little bit higher, but I'm trying to price in the potential hangover that we talked about with them off winning that tournament at home, Kent State coming into town, and they can punish you inside. It's not as physical as it was last year, but it's still a team I think has the edge in, on the interior. I think it's Charleston. Not that Charleston's weak up front, but I think they're more perimeter-oriented, and Kent State does a nice job exploiting those types of teams. Uh, so, Kai, yeah, just a fun game to watch for me. Yeah, I'm shocked like Jim. I'm shocked it hasn't moved. The market finally didn't hammer Charleston. 
Uh, both teams are awesome. Both have outside shots in that large bid. Kent State plays at Gonzaga and at Houston. They could definitely do it. Um, it's going to be a very high possession game. I think it's probably going to be like 80 possessions. Could be in the 160s, the total. So, yeah, there's a it's bit been of bet up a little there. bit. Yeah. 159. 159 is the total right now. Yeah. Kent State also allows a ton of transition. Uh, a ton. One, one of the most uh, transition allowing teams in the country. Charleston's going to have a lot of chances. So, the question is if Charleston gets up to start, are they going to be able to sustain a lead? I don't know. I love Kent State, Jim, too much to fade them. I actually am thinking about stepping in a little bit at plus two and a half. Sincere Carey is the best player on the floor. Jacobs isn't too far behind. Yeah, I just I love live betting Charleston games. I got Virginia yeah. Tech plus five and a half live when they were down 10 early against Charleston. Charleston blows leads like crazy. It's just the tempo is too extreme mm-hmm. for them to be like consistent and not give up runs. Uh, so if either team goes up big, I, I think we see value in the live markets with them. It's consistent with the Cougars this year. Like you, you can get a good price on both sides if you're kind of careful and, and watching it. Uh at the at if your trigger hand is at the ready uh, on that be ready to, to pull the to get your bet in all right let's get to chat mob kai i'll kick it over to you and I, I think you might get skewered if we don't talk pepperdine that's what i'm that's what i'm gathering yes it's on the list i assure you guys Good. auburn northwestern those we're going to start off here real quick uh northwestern took care of business against liberty gym liberty blue a, a big lead do no, just th- stop it at Liberty Blue. That's yeah. fine. I'm good. Liberty Blue. Can Northwestern <laughs> compete with Auburn? Kind of a short spread. I'll be at six points. I thought about it. Yeah, I, I think Auburn, fully healthy with with Broom in there, is the better team. And Northwestern, they I think benefited from a Liberty team that's way worse than I thought they were. Like they just don't have any offensive pop outside of Darius McGee. I don't mm-hmm. like little Colin Porter. I shouldn't be using this as a beat up Nash liberty. liberty thing yeah yeah okay. but uh i wanted to do it i too. just i just still remain kind of unimpressed with northwestern i think auburn if engaged and they should be because this is a championship game should take care of business here matt you get the matadors your matadors of northridge plus two against central michigan didn't take it not sure why um do we have That's an update on boopy miller was he, he, was street, today? he was in street clothes their starting center whose name escapes me was also in street harding clothes. i, I don't think know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know yeah. what their status is, but yeah. but they yeah, would. just back. You should back CSUN. Do not fly too close to the sun unless you're on them. They've been Central good Michigan kids. winning without Boopy Miller, pretty incredible to me. Or uh, they, they, I, they, I agree. they came back. They, they erased yeah. a big deficit to come back and cover. Yep, didn't yeah, make a play, lot of play sense well to me. So, anyways, uh, LSU K State, a good game that had did not get on the rundown. Jim, this is a litmus test for K State. They're not any good. They're not any good. I, says Matt. I disagree. They're fine. They're I fine. Sorry. Sorry. They're, 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 good. they're good. They're good. They're pretty good. Yeah. Better than LSU. Give me a quick takes. Go. No, LSU is a little better. LSU is a little No, they're not. Actually, K-State's better. I hate LSU's both teams. LSU's favored by one. So the market I hate both good. teams. Both teams stink. Both teams stink. Okay. Either way. I think both teams are kind of good. No. <laughs> Pepperdine, UCLA. We've come to it. Um, over. I, like the, I like the over. Boom. There you go. I like Same the over pain. in this game. It's clean sweep. We didn't we didn't discuss that beforehand. Yeah. We, we all like the over. It's come up a little bit. 151 and a half. <clears throat> I think UCLA is going to be just fine with running up and down against Pepperdine. Yeah. Yeah. Pe- and Pepperdine will always run. And UCLA and just went 0-2 in the, uh, the Roman main event. I could see them being a little bit angry at home here against a team that doesn't really defend that well. Uh, mm-hmm. And Pepperdine can score. So, yeah, this, this sets up well for over. Jim Drexel, Indiana State. Indiana State minus seven and a half lost outright to Kansas City yesterday. I got an early minus four here. I did not think it would take off like this. Um, But Kai, I kind of think Indiana State can do what Toledo's doing today, where a team that we 
see as kind of a cover jugg- juggernaut start the year, really potent offense got slowed down yesterday. Um, I, I think they can run on Drexel. I don't, I don't think Drexel's very good. I was mm-hmm. on Gulf coast yesterday as well. Uh, so I'm, I'm happy to have the Sycamores here. The number right now is steep though. It's, it's no bargain. Uh, Matthew, you get East Carolina, UT Arlington. Uh, that, that's actually, that's actually not on the list. So whatever, <laughs> skip it. Well, down. Hey, I'll add to the list. Uh, my burner account just asked about it and I would take UT Arlington as I continue to fade East Carolina. East Carolina also undefeated against the spread. I would not step in front of that game. <clears throat> East Carolina is good, Matt. They're Appalachian good. State. Yeah, they're solid. They're fine. They're Appalachian good. State, East Tennessee State, Jim. I like ETSU. I think they're pretty solid at home here. Injury uh, check. App- What's up? Injury check. Yeah, Jaden Seymour. They don't. He missed last I, game. Maybe it doesn't matter as much as I thought he did. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he's not one of their best five players. I'm a, I'm a, I'll make that case. As long as they got Tipler, uh, Jalen Haynes, the Virginia Tech transfer, and of course Jordan King in there, I'm I'm fine back in ETSU. Uh, we're going Marquette, Georgia Tech. Marquette minus seven, Matt. I don't know. That seems a little I, bit too high. I, I disagree with you. Yeah. Didn't you take uh I thought you were on Marquette. I kind of like wanted, G Tech. I wanted at Marquette seven. at five, but uh seven's way too much. I would never back G Tech as a favorite, but like yesterday they were down, just rallied, played hard against Utah to get back um in that game. Offensively, man, they are helpless, but I just think they play hard and they're they're gonna mix up defenses. It's kind of a tough team to prepare for on a short turnaround, too. I think this game gets a little uglier than Marquette would like, and it's a little closer than they would like. So I'd lean tech. Jim Akron, Nevada. Nevada blew a game against uh, K State in overtime yesterday for their first non cover of the year. Do you like yeah. them against Akron? I don't like the team coming off OT, blowing the lead, but Akron's also been kind of awful. Like they got boat raced in the second half by LSU yesterday. It really kind of embarrassing. I, I did not expect that out of, out of the zips. I have a hard time getting a feel on both of these teams. I'm staying away. I know you guys are both very pro Nevada, especially Matthew, but I'm gonna I'm gonna sit this one out. Yeah, me too. Uh, Campbell Jacksonville, I'll take it. I love the Dolphins and the under in this game. This same game, my, this game might not hit sixty possessions, and hopefully Jacksonville can take care of business for us. Yep. Um, Matthew, you get a game that I am kind of surprised not on the rundown. Shade to Jim from the chat mob: Texas Tech, Ohio State in the Maui. Ugh, it's a losers bracket. Fifth place game, Matt. Ohio State's my slight lean. I think number sharp, just a. A uh, uh, tough one for me to handicap. I don't know. I've been kind of right. selling Texas Tech this year. I don't know if that's the right play. I like I like Tech. I took Tech as the slight dog yesterday, or last night, plus one and a half. Um, I think it's okay at minus one. Uh, lots of questions, mainly from one guy, about Florida Gulf Coast and Kansas City. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to fade UMKC again. I'm not going to do mm-hmm. it. So you can't make me. Boom. Matt is, though, because Matt's a psychopath. They're a 95 rating, man. Why, why would you go against UMKC right now as they grind up teams to a pulp? Yeah. Marvin, Min- yeah. hey, Marvin Menzies, man. Good coach. Good coach. Yeah, I think he is. I'm with you on there. Uh, last one. St. Thomas, Milwaukee. I have no take. Milwaukee's a dog, and they should be. They're a terrible team. St. Thomas is actually pretty good. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but uh, the tough uh, home court there at the Salakai, we've been there. Some, some, uh, Ruckus crowds have showed up to US Cellular, yeah. so you got to make sure you respect home court with Milwaukee. Uh, one of the buzzers there are independent Chicago teams, Chicago State, Cleveland State. I like the under in that game. That's that's where I would lean. Yep, agreed. I'm with you. All right, Jim, back to you for best bet section. All righty, uh, best bets. We're going to start it off with Matt, though. Matt, give the people what they want. Updated price. I'm taking Weber State, the Wildcats. Catching five and a half, six. Can I get five, five and, and a half? half? Five and a half. Five and a half, five in the hook. 
Um, I took Weber yesterday and kind of a close your eye spot. Um, yeah, was a little worried that they just weren't that good, but the prices, I don't, there's a good chance they're not that good, but the prices they're getting, uh, lined at are just like disrespectful. I'm sorry. I right state. I've been playing their sixth game in 12 days, by the way, too. So a little bit of a rest advantage for Weber here. Um, I think the fact that they took care of business yesterday against ACU gives me confidence to back them again today, back to back in a spot. They actually have a rest advantage. So take Weber plus five and a half. At Dollar Loan like Center. Where's this game at again? This is, uh, this this is, is a Vegas Four. The Vegas Four? Yeah. Henderson. Henderson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, Kai, what about your best bet? Guys, I'm going to keep fading Louisville. That's what I'm going to do. So Sounds Cincinnati, awesome. Cincinnati minus eight Sounds and like a half. a great idea. That's what I'm doing. Because why not? If you've watched Louisville in the Maui so far, it's a, it's a lost team. Kenny Payne has no idea what he's doing. No guards is a bad idea. So minus eight and a half for Cincinnati. Love it. Okay. Uh, my best bet to remind you was St. Mary's and Vanderbilt under 125. And then I'm also going with the side FIU minus nine. Uh, they haven't been awesome against the number so far this year, but they're going to be in a track meet with a Stony Brook team that has no depth at all. Uh, they've been really like ravaged by injuries so far this year. I don't know if Aaron Clark is ever going to come back for them, the Sacred Heart transfer, but it doesn't sound like he's back yet. So minus nine FIU at open seven markets on the side here. I, I just think there's going to be plenty of possessions and Stony Brook will wear down in the second half. So I'll take the favorite there, the Panthers of FIU. All right, fellas, I believe that is it. That wraps up our pre-Turkey Day special. We do have a actual Turkey Day special coming tomorrow. We'll be on at the same time, uh, noon Eastern, 11 Central. But it's just Jim and Matthias because we're shipping Kai out to Portland. It's going to be our boots on the Two ground. show reporter from the pk invitational slash PK we should elevate Legacy. a mobster we should elevate a mobster to kai's stead no i, I okay. <laughs> the okay. mobsters wow. can, can contribute their wow bets. i want this yeah. archived for all people in the mob to know i am for you i'm here for you kai yeah, and jim the, the they sit in the bourgeoisie i'm with think. the people yeah. with the people okay, okay. go go be with, with the people all right uh Happy that wraps it up We'll see you back. Yep. Happy Thanksgiving. Maybe Matt and I will discuss Turkey Day food. I know our producer wants us to do that. So we'll, we'll get into that tomorrow. Uh, but enjoy the games tonight. Enjoy the Maui final. We'll see you tomorrow.